This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side, IMDB. I guess they didn't get murdered. And we kind of talk about the episode? Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology television show, Tales from the Dark Side, and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss. With me are my two favorite people in the whole wide world. Please welcome Jen Hansen and Matt Rose! Yay! Matt, tonight is no exception. Tonight is no (laughs) exception. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This week, we watched season four, episode four, Mm -hmm. The Moth. The Moth. moth. It is customary around these parts that we guess what this episode is about based on title alone. I'm sorry, Matt, did you say based on uh, a a deep level of research and uh, uh, information? No, I said based on title alone. My God, is that safe? Who would do that? Well, let me tell you, we do it, but we also give the opportunity to our fans to do it themselves as part of the Dark Side Guess. Uh, we are going to share our guesses for what we think this episode is about and announce this week's winner at the end of the show. You have to listen to win. You have to listen to win. Although you don't. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I will count. Why do we call it the Dark Side Guess, Matt? Because you're guessing what the dark side. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, great. Just wanted to check. <laughs> I like that I crumbled like yeah, a cake. You're not in trouble. <laughs> I don't know. I just it was, I Matt, it was say a good it. Name. Say it. Say it. Because it's tales from the dark. Say it's because you're a little bitch. Say I'm it. A little bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I suck my own dick. <laughs> I wear my mom sweaters. <laughs> I was cold. Why are you hitting me still? <laughs> You're hitting yourself, Matt. Look in the mirror. Oh, why am I ugly? <laughs> You're so mean. Uh, my guess for uh, for this episode, my prediction, The Moth. A storytelling slam goes awry when a pack of wild hyenas break in with a story of their own. One that involves goring everyone in the bean and leaf coffee house. <laughs> I have a feeling we all went to the yeah, same I, place. I hope so, yeah. So, <laughs> the Moth. It's the final round of the Poetry Slam, and the competition is rough. But will they be able to finish before one of the finalists goes full Wolfman? Mm. The Moth. Like a moth to the flame, Jerry Farcourt is to slam poetry in true stories. <laughs> Farcourt. <laughs> Too bad it's causing his death. Break the machine! Break the machine! Break the machine! Thank you. Unfortunately, none of those guesses were correct. So, Jen, hit us up with the sweet deets! All right, guys, we watched sweet deets. We watched sweet deets. Sweet deets. Dark side deets. Oh, did you say teets or deets? Guess. Season 4, episode 4, aired October 18th, 1987. Here is the description from IMDb. 
<laughs> oh, me? I am DB. I am DB. I am DB. This is DB. Christ. <laughs> it's going to be, gonna be a, hot long, a long episode. <laughs> I am DB. <laughs> Oh, I am DB. Oh, 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 I am DB. I am DB. Ah, oh, you look marvelous. I am DB. <laughs> I am DB. <laughs> Whoa, radical. I am DB. I am DB. <laughs> Roomba. <laughs> I am dying batteries. What DB is all about. Nobody will plug me in. Hi, I'm Sally Struthers, and there's a Roomba out there whose batteries are weak. Cough, cough. <laughs> we didn't even read the description yet. <laughs> Off to the races. Season four, episode four, oct- aired October 18th, 1987. If you've forgotten, this episode was entitled The Moth. Dying Sybil uses her last hours on Earth to curse her enemies and plan for the afterlife, much to the chagrin of her mother. This episode was directed by Jeffrey Wolf. Uh, Jeffrey Wolf, a very experienced editor. He edited uh, Beautiful Girls, Billy Madison, Holes. Uh, he edited uh, the underrated John Waters film, Cecil B. Demented. Uh, he also edited um, several episodes of Tales from the Dark Side, including Halloween Candy and The Tear Collector, a bunch of others. Oh. Uh, this episode was written by Michael McDowell, uh, we've seen lots of episodes from Michael before. Michael is the writer of Beetlejuice and Nightmare Before Christmas. Or, uh, as I've written, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, episode starred Debbie Harry as Sybil. Uh, Debbie Harry has appeared in Hairspray, in Videodrome. Uh, she's in the Tales from the Dark Side movie. Uh, she's also the lead singer of the band Blondie and was one of little Jenny Reynolds' Favorite, favorite bands growing up. I had all of the Blondie records, and I used to play them on my little Holly Hobby suitcase record player. Oh, my God. My sister had one of those. I had yeah. one of those. Oh, I loved it. Uh, episode also stars Jane Manning as Mother. Um, they don't need names, moms. Happy Mother's Day. You don't get one. <laughs> uh, she starred in a few things, uh, very limited. The Secret Storm, Love of Life, Love is a Many Splendored Thing. Uh, the only thing she can be seen on TV is this episode. Um, and she also wrote a play called The Sloth, uh, which I saw. Oh, really? really? Yeah, it was a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> I am DB. <laughs> so delighted. Both of us <laughs> walked right, right into, into that into one. <laughs> Wow. Perfectly baited <laughs> hook, line, and sinker. Oh, it, was, it was worth it just to see you laugh at your own joke. It's one of my favorite things to laugh at. Guys, man lives in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. But there is, unseen by most, an underworld. Oh, is it a place that's just as real? But not as brightly lit. It's a dark side. Oh, it's a dark side. Oh. It's a dark side, yeah. The door from the dark side swings wide open. <laughs> And we're welcome to a credenza. <laughs> a credenza. Uh, so one thing I want to point out is that they did show a clock that was used later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. It was a gun. 
that, that was used. Yeah. yeah. This music was straight out of the seventh guest. Do you guys? Do you guys? Did you guys I play do, the seventh guest? I do guest? remember the seventh guest. Oh, was I that was point thinking, and click adventure? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that it was that the music was reminiscent of the beginning of Monsters. Oh, okay. Yeah, very similar. It really, um, it really had kind of a um, country twangy thing going too. Yeah, but it was like a supernatural. Uh, there was a supernatural twang. Yeah. Yes. Like uh, cursed miracle whip. <laughs> That's a supernatural tang. <laughs> Hi, I'm DB. Hi, I'm DB. <laughs> Songs that made me DB. I am Dick Butt. I am Dick Butt. Real talk, I couldn't remember why we were saying DB. I already forgot it was from IMDB. <laughs> I am so broken. If Jen takes a nap in the middle of this episode. <laughs> Mama sleepy. Oh, Mama kiss. Mama kiss. Mama sleep. Mama's, Mama's had a long week at work. I get you it. boys just get your own bourbon tonight. Um, all right, let's let's get to it. All we right. see a mother near a patchwork quilt. Yep. And we hear music that might as well have lyrics of like, she's a mother working a patchwork quilt. She got a hardwood floor, and I don't just mean her puss. <laughs> you put a finger in her and you pull out the splinter. She's a hardwood woman and she's knitting a quilt. She don't know how they work. That's why she's knitting a quilt. <laughs> she, she needs a guy with a sandpaper dong. <laughs> Gotta smooth out those edges. While singing a song. <laughs> Too bad her daughter's a whore. <laughs> I am DB. I am DB. Matt is she just <laughs> letting strap in. Thank you for letting us just exercise our demons. There's tonight. a part of Matt right now that's like, I can tell you about the whole episode. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. We have jokes. <laughs> we got it. But if you just wait a moment, yeah. we got another. Uh... We're gonna say it in 15 other funny voices, so you're gonna not want to miss this. Only from the mind, mind of, of Minota. <laughs> canoe, canoe. Do you remember that one? Oh shit! Was that in a the canoe? Uh, it was the canoe c- cologne, and yes. I just remember the oh. woman going canoe, canoe, and I don't know why she's. Uh, we'll have to by Fabergé. Maybe maybe one of those will sponsor us this evening. We'll just have to. Well, see. Well, it's a patchwork quilt of curses because she finds a curse book. Yeah, a she's grimoire. she's going through uh, she's going through Sybil's night drawer. Is that a I thing? Nightgown drawer? Her nightstand? Working nightstand, on a nightstand. <laughs> Trying to make a, a woman shake my hand. Working on a nightstand. So, so the conceit. <laughs> oh, I gotta get this out. So the conceit of <laughs> nightstand. God damn it. Keep it together, Matt. The conceit of nightstand is that. God damn it! He wants to build a nightstand to 
together to re-explain something. Oh, God damn it. He's working on a nightstand in order to shake a woman's hand. He's a gentleman. He's building her a fine oaken nightstand. I started laughing because I was already laughing, and I wanted to sing along working on my nightstand with you, but I couldn't get it out, so I just mouthed working out my nightstand into the mic like sound would magically come out of my mouth. We're going to put this episode out. Sorry. It's just going to be two people losing their mind and one person silently watching. Oh, God. You must record this all. Please take this to the people. It is our last words on earth. (laughs) Tell my daughter I love her. Fart jokes. (laughs) So she goes to this nightstand and she finds a grimoire. Yeah. And, okay, here's my question. What year was this grimoire written? Because it's in American English. <laughs> yeah. What what year is this episode? <coughs> no idea. Yeah, they don't really give us a, a good idea. It, it could have just as easily been 1890 or 1930. I get the sense that they were swamp people, and swamp people are timeless. <laughs> <sighs> Working on a <laughs> nightstand. <sighs> Just want to shake a woman's hand. <laughs> Working on my nightstand. Want to give her a whole roast ham. That's a slant rhyme at best. A slant rhyme. Uh, <clears throat> okay. All right. Guys. She looks at this book in English. Yeah. And she realized, this is your book? Well, so it, this this was not the, the kind of grimoire that you would have had like a leather bound edition or like this is not the lesser key of Solomon. This is basically a spell book that I think she wrote. That mm. is why it is oh, in shit. That is oh, why I did it's not, not in that. Latin or Greek or or whatever. It's this was something that she wrote. Or I, I mean I'm presuming that this is what she wrote because later in the episode she so it's like a recipe book like a homemade recipe that's what book it, yeah okay so it would be oh shit remember the episode with Brett Spiner yes yes that was case of the stubborns what if she being uh, Debbie Harry was going to see the witch lady in case of the stubborns. Oh. Yeah. Like put that in the same time period. Yeah. Kind of works. Yeah. Kind of, but, but so mother is, you know, looks like a, like a, a wash woman, um, you know, kind of beat down living this, this Southern poverty life, Southern poverty law center life. Um, and Debbie Harry looks like Debbie Harry. I yeah, mean, she's yeah, still got the yeah. punk rock hair and lipstick and, and lots of, yeah, yeah lots of blue makeup. eyeshadow. And you have to imagine that was on her like contract. Like, yeah, no, I have to look like Debbie fucking Harry. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> it might as well have been wind blowing and like rapture yeah. playing. <laughs> you found my grandma now, isn't it, gang? <laughs> Soon find out I'm gonna be a moth. Look, look, the real thing in a nightstand. Look for a real man. Just Gotta burn a candle down. I'm gonna shake my hand. 
I liked what you did better. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> so the mom looks at this, and she goes, I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. So she, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell what she poured on it. It looked like, I don't know, booze or Moonshine. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She put some shine on there. She takes a match to it, and it very slowly lights yep. and then just sputters out. Yeah. It and won't burn. <clears throat> yeah, so probably because it's soaking wet. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so she instantly makes the leap that, oh, well, this book is evil because it won't light on fire. Okay. I say the same thing about my Pyrex bowls. <laughs> These bowls are evil. It won't Straight burn. In the pits of hell. It won't burn. <laughs> and it can go from cooktop to oven. It won't burn. It's the cookware of Satan. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you cookware? The moment she tries to set it on fire and it doesn't work, Debbie Harry appears. Mm-hmm. Might as well have had gauze everywhere. Yeah. She because she kind of just appears in the shadows, but then she reveals herself. And she's in flowy clothes, Debbie Harry, bleach blonde hair, mm-hmm. bright red lipstick. Ma. I got stabbed. Is that what she says? I or did no, I No, they they had they had like a weird conversation. Yeah. Um, where basically where this she is didn't even reveal to her mom that she was stabbed. She just kind of fell over, right? Yeah. And that's when she looks and there's the knife in her side. Mm-hmm. Um, then it cuts to uh, Debbie in bed um, and her telling her mom that it was Annie Lee what did it. Mm-hmm. Um, For stealing her husband's soul. Yeah. Uh, and then she. But the mom before before she collapses, um, and we see uh, a, a steak knife shoved into a raspberry oh, she, pie. She <laughs> asks. Um, <laughs> she asks her where she got the grimoire. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She's like, "This book won't burn. I know what that means. Where'd you get this book? It's the devil's book. Yeah. Where, where'd you get the devil's book? And then she collapses, and she realizes that she's got mm-hmm. cherry pie on her hand, mm-hmm. and um, then she's in the bed, and. So she she tells her mom that she will be dead by midnight. Um, and then I, I guess she kind of goes to sleep or whatever. Her mom turns around and the book has disappeared. Uh, and she I think she gets up and comes back later. And that's when Debbie Harry is whittling those two candle figures. Yeah, yeah. she came back and I... Yeah, mom left for a minute and came back, and I wrote down, is Debbie Harry whittling an Oscar <laughs> for her performance in this? <laughs> Which seems strange, because Oscars are for movies. movies yeah. <laughs> uh, she tells her mom that one is for Annie Lee, and one is for her, her no-good husband. Which, uh, if I was dying and I had like an hour left to live, I think... Cursing my enemies would be the way to go. That's how I want to spend little, my final hour. A little voodoo. Yeah. Curse your enemies. I'm going out and taking you with me. Yeah. Um, the mom says something along the lines of like, well, you, you're going to die tonight, sweetie, because Debbie Harry says something about coming back. Mm-hmm. Well, wait. Well, she... No, she, she didn't. She, she doesn't. She was telling her mom that she was going to die by midnight. Um, I'm gonna die tonight, but I'm not gonna leave this earth. That's the last yeah. line. That's of the, the yeah, act yeah, break. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, we'll be back with more transmissions.
after this. The canoe message. It's spelled C. Come on over. A. Alone. N. Now. O. Okay. E. Etc. Etc. Canoe. The man's cologne from Dana. Wear it. She'll get the message. Oh. C A N O E. Canoe, canoe. I I'm just surprised that they didn't work in somehow, like smacking a woman yeah. for talking back to you. <laughs> C. Child, get your ass over here. A. Ass time is what this is. And. No need to beg for mercy. None will be found here. <laughs> oh, abandon all hope. <laughs> e. Eat, eat it. <laughs> can you, can you? C. Could you bring over a nightstand? <laughs> a. And. And. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Oh, oh shit, this is gonna hurt. E, entering your butthole. Jeez. Canoe, canoe. Canoe, canoe, canoe. Get it up, get it up. Canoe, canoe, canoe. is their safe word? Yeah. Canoe, a safe word for any occasion. C. Could you please stop putting it in my butthole? And we're back. <laughs> that was really bad commercial. Yeah. Ah, <clears throat> uh, uh, it's a it's the feeling of a man. The smell can, of a man yelling at you. <laughs> I can, on the water. I, it's the smell of a man yelling at you on the water. Telling you to get over here right now. <laughs> yelling at you for not knowing how to tie a slip knot. <laughs> Telling you that we're going to die at sea if you don't learn a bowling. <laughs> telling you the rules are different in the open waters. <laughs> Anything's permissible in the open sea. And we're still back. Yay. We come back to um, uh, her coming back from a messenger at the door. She was talking to Leroy. Leroy. Yeah, Leroy said the doctor couldn't come until tomorrow and that she'd be dead tomorrow. Was it was it somebody at the door or somebody on the phone? Because I couldn't tell. Uh, well, was there a phone? It was if, a messenger. If there, if there had been a phone, that would have at least given us a time frame. Yeah. Um, what I thought she said was that Leroy had stopped by mm. to tell her the doctor couldn't come because Annie Lee and her husband were dead. Yes. Because <clears throat> Annie Lee's husband, Eugene, shot, shot them both. Yes. Yeah. It is now time for candles and Bibles. <laughs> yeah, I, I just wrote Mom Paces Reads Bible. A lot of Carrie over, overtures in this, except without the prom and uh, without her being uh, like a loner and without the shower part with her period and without her being in school. Or um, having telekinesis. Or having telekinesis. So other than that, it's exactly death. like Carrie. She has a mother, much like Carrie, <laughs> oh, and they okay. both have Bibles. Oh, all right. Yeah. And that's those are the only two times I've seen that scenario. <laughs> um, later in the episode, I write down, there aren't any incantations in this Bible. 
Because she's looking at it like it has the answer for witchcraft. Yeah. 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 And it's like, um, everybody. There's a lot of circles in here. (laughs) What is this red text? This, I know it's not, it's definitely not, it's not for assembling a Billy bookcase. Like, I know these are not Ikea instructions because Ikea has not been invented yet. But it looks like a Billy bookcase. Her, her Bible? No, the uh, the grimoire, the stuff in there. It didn't really. I was just doing a tear. I was having. I was making a joke. You were doing a romp. I was just. I was just having a laugh about. Having it. a laugh about. It, it was for me. Just a just a chuckle chuckle. Just some me time. I just I slipped into the bubble bath and started running my mouth. <laughs> Don't look over here. Um, this is me on time. A <laughs> Looking to shake a woman's head. <laughs> I'll get through it one of these days. <laughs> I promise you, dear listener. How does she how does she know she's definitely going to be dead by the morning? Because Debbie Harry is talking is conversing fine with her mother. Her color is good. Well, that's why this is a lot like the uh, movie Evil Dead. Yeah. Cuz she's going to be dead, dead by, by dawn. dawn yeah. I mean that's Evil Dead. Number two, two, but that's guys, okay. I've not seen any of these movies. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really a big fan of horror. <laughs> Well, we were hoping this show would do it, but instead it's made Matt and I now fa- not fans of horror either. So, Horror adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so uh, this is, I think, around the time that the mom starts talking to Sybil yes. while she's sleeping. She might, she might think that she's already dead. I'm not sure. Um, and she starts talking about how she had loved her since she was born, but... She always knew she was trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always knew you were trouble. From the day she mm. was born. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's a little Rocky or It wasn't good. <laughs> I'm doing my own show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you try to break into your own thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to strike out Just as a, a woman. Uh, so she's been awful, but uh, she's loved her. We both know you'll definitely be dead in the morning. Uh, Sybil kind of wakes up. Sybil kind of uh, pops up at this point and is explaining she wants her to do something. She wants her mother to do something when she is when while she's dying. Shit, I'm and, gonna know. And mom's instantly like, "Pray for you." Yeah, Check. got it. Yeah. <laughs> Debbie Harry's like, "Glad we solved that." End of episode. <laughs> and Debbie Harry's like, "No, no, no." Well, you didn't. Hold me down and just tie it right around my mouth. mouth. It's going to be cloth. And when my soul tries to like leave my mouth hole. And it looks like I'm just doing a thing with my, my tongue. tongue. Yeah, I want it's you like to put pat, a pat, pat, fucking pat. jar over it. Yeah, I want you yeah. Just, just fucking cover my mouth with a fucking jar. <laughs> 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 I'm going to burp my soul into it. And then you, you got to hold on to whatever's yeah. in that jar. Don't you let go. I'm fucking Jack Not from Thailand. Finished. Taking <laughs> <laughs> a weird turn. Tonight. I just want you to hold on to that jar. Yeah, and then I want you to just put the lid on the jar and just fucking shake that little thing around and it's definitely not a butterfly it's a fucking moth say it say it's a fucking moth if you don't say it's a moth i swear to god i'm coming back i just fucking poke you with a fucking stick and at this point i realize like oh the moth's gonna be what comes into the jar yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um well so she she tells her that she has to keep it in the jar because she's gonna come back for Mm -hmm. it sometimes they come back for a moth in a jar (laughs) 
the Stephen Is that King with the original? St- yep. Yeah, it was okay. too long. Yeah, yeah, so he just changed it? Yep. Okay. When there's no room left in hell. The dead come back as a moth in a jar. And they escape out your mouth. Yeah. That was good, man. Mouth hole zombies? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Oh, flutter, flutter. Uh, it's my degenerist? So more Bible. So more Bible reading. Oh, my dying wish. It's my dying wish. Because mom does not want to do this. Yeah, not at all. She's, I, I think she even said that she wasn't going to yeah. do it. Um, and then she continues to pace and read the Bible. And that's when Debbie Harry shuffles. Thrashes around in bed. Has Does like a possessed wiggle. <laughs> yeah, her like, shuffling off of this mortal yeah. coil is much more of a foxtrot. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember in The Exorcist when Reagan? That's what I was thinking too. Keeps, yeah, keeps coming back up and back. Whoa, up. Yeah, 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 whoa, whoa. yeah, yeah. It was nothing like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the quality of that. Yeah, it was just. You're right. She just kind of sat there and wiggled a little uh, bit uh, and, and uh, jerked back uh, and forth uh, a few five, times. Five, Freddie told me everybody's fine. DJ's <laughs> spinning, shaking my mind. Flashes back. Flashes cool. Francois Serfar, Flashino too. And you don't stop. Sure shot. shot. Go about out to the parking, parking lot, lot and you get in the car and you drive, drive real far, far and you drive all night and then you see a the light, light. <laughs> comes right down and lands on the ground and then you're in the man from Mars. And I, I think I'm skipping bits. And shooting stars. Guys, and, and now he only eats guitars. Yeah. Books. Check them out. Books. Check them out. out. She awkwardly dies. And but now she has the cloth tied around her mouth. Yes. Yeah, so the, yeah. the mom runs over, puts the cloth around her mouth, and she hadn't died quite yet because you guys weren't kidding. I'm she not said tighter, tighter. Yeah. Um, tie which I thought I was just which I thought was pretty weird. Fucking just tie it on my face. Hey mom, don't be a pussy. Don't fucking tie that thing around my mouth. And just fucking squeeze it. Squeeze it real but Now pinch my nipple. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 just slide your You know that's how David Carradine died? (laughs) (laughs) His mother tied a cloth around his mouth. He was trying to keep his soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So the the soul comes out. Obviously, it's a moth. The mom catches it. Well, (laughs) butterfly, whatever. Uh, She catches it in a jar, seals the jar, and then she starts to kind of have buyer's remorse, right? Yeah. And she's like, no, I, I can't do this. I told you I wasn't going to do it. I, I can't. And she tries to open it. She won't can't. open. Um, so she says, oh, like, smart. You're the only one who can open it, mm-hmm. huh? Ta-pow! And hits it over the table. Doesn't break. Yeah. Throws it against the, the stone wall. Doesn't break. Throws it against the ground. Doesn't break. Hits it with a hammer like 20 times. I love when she plays the hammer game with this yeah. thing. Yeah. She's like, there's got to be a better way. <laughs> Are you sick of jars breaking all the time? Are you <gasps> sick of jars with souls in them? It's too much. She fails to hit it once, fails to hit it twice, looks up at the camera, shrugs. <gasps> well, no, she would have hit it another time and then hit her hand and yeah. gone like, oh. And it would have been a black and white, pain. obviously. You've spent thousands of dollars on jars. And hammers. Why won't they break? <laughs> so I just wrote, how many things is she going to use? Because seriously, I mean, she tried like five or six different things. If you throw it against 
a stone wall and it doesn't shatter, what makes you think a hammer is going to do it? When I was like 16, I was babysitting for this kid named R.D. And I think R.D. was like, I don't know, maybe six or something. And I went out to the garage to smoke um, because, of course, I did. Mm -hmm. Um, And they had like a little detached garage. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had to like leave through the front door, go out to the garage, have a cigarette, come back in. And the door was locked, the front door. And there's like a little glass... um, little glass like next to the door panel and rd is like just standing there next to me or you know facing me and i'm like buddy unlock the door un turn the lock goes wait i know what to do and he ran away and he got a um like a a fisher price airplane and just started beating the hell out of the door and i'm like buddy no stop 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 turn the lock no i've got it and then it was like a fire truck and like he just kept getting different things to hit the door with finally i'm like rd listen to me and then he started crying and and then i had to crawl in through the the window in the kitchen And then I took some of that woman's pornography, and then I was fired. The Jen R story. That was me at 16. You took some of that woman's pornography? I mean, what are we talking here? Uh, I believe it was the Satisfiers of Alpha Blue. It was uh, a classic 70s porn. We watched it over at a friend's house. I'd planned on returning it, Uh, but uh, uh, I don't remember what the circumstances were, but... uh, I sort of, and they were like my longtime babysitting gig. So it was a bummer. I learned a valuable lesson about it was a real betrayal. Yeah. I mean, did they did they say like we know you took? No, no, no. It was, but it was it was a silent. Uh, it was, and I never got asked again. Yeah, exactly. Mm, yeah. Uh so I am still available for babysitting gigs, though. <laughs> if anybody needs anything. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Let me I'm you guys keep talking. I'm gonna look for a trailer for the satisfiers of Alpha Blue. Okay. Um is is there much more in this act? Uh, no, that, that is yeah. that is actually the act break. Yeah. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Gabe? Come here, baby. Wanna get married today? <laughs> me too. All dogs. <laughs> Go to heaven. What is this place? Walking on a cloud and listening to harps. Oh, no. But Gabriel... I have to get back there. They need me. ...has unfinished business. Hey, guys, I'm back. I can talk now. I miss you, Gabe. (laughs) They didn't get married. Now... What are you doing? Did you just talk to me? You can see me? As of right now, you and me, we're in this together. You can help me throw the wedding. With a little help from above. I need you above. to help me fix something. Then I have to get back. They can't get married without that. He'll bring everyone Meet together. Meet your new employees. What can we do to help? Let's turn this place into a reception. Aww. Featuring the voice of Chris Christopherson. Ooh, this is going to be a nice wedding. Ghost dog, best friend from heaven. Uh, and we're back. They didn't get married. <laughs> so I have so many questions about that movie. Number one, did it ever get released? It doesn't seem to have actually ever been released. 
I'll, I'll keep looking. You ask more questions. So, okay. Best friend from heaven. It's about a dog that gets hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Well, he dies th- before he gets hit by the car. Right. <laughs> judging by the noises. Yeah, he was like, oh, a car's uh, coming. Uh, <laughs> and then, ee, done. Um, so, what else could happen in that movie? Uh, I think we saw everything we needed to. Guys, <laughs> I'm back. I can talk now. <laughs> Chris Christopherson? They didn't have a win. <laughs> oh, no. You can, you can hear me? Yeah. You got it. It's you and me now. We're in it together. <laughs> hey, uh, Mr. Christopherson. Yeah. I love your work. Thank you. Um, I just you... wish I could move my jaw. <laughs> what happened to it? I got hit by a car. Oh, when? When I was a dog. <laughs> then they didn't get married. When, when did you become a dog? It's a funny story. I'd love to hear it. A witch put me in there. <laughs> a witch? Yeah. What was funny about it. What was her name? Griselda. Dang. You so you met a witch named Griselda and she made you a dog. No, yeah. she she put him in the dog. She put me in a dog. Oh, was it like you were dying and she wrapped a a, a rope around your mouth? It was like the dog was a tom-tom. <laughs> and the witch said, "This won't smell good, but at least keep you warm while I build the shelter." All right, that checks. Um, so you befriended a uh, beautiful woman who's about to get married. Yeah, she was my everything. She's going to marry a man, and I was going to carry the rings in my mouth. <laughs> On a tiny little bone? On a tiny little bone pillar. It was a pillar that looked like a bone. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of the object by definition, right? <laughs> but then I saw a squirrel, and I thought that squirrel was going to ruin the wedding. <laughs> and I had to go. I had only one singular thought on my mind. Okay. Protect the wedding, but also get that squirrel. Well, by getting the squirrel, you would protect the wedding, right? But then I got almost hit by a car. Well, what happened? Well, I fell over and said, oh, no, bark. (laughs) And then a car stopped within eight feet of me. (laughs) But it was too late? It was too late. The dog suit fell off of me, and I was exposed to the ailments. And that's when you went to heaven? I went to heaven. And I wasn't sure what the place was. I said, what is this place? And it sounds like you met like a real sassy French bulldog. There's a real sassy French bulldog working the door. And he said, this is this clouds. What do you think this is? And I said, oh, this is heaven. I said, but I, I can't stay here. I got unfinished business. They didn't get married. And then I went down to earth. And I saw them looking at a grave, and I realized, my God, that was my grave. Well, can I just ask you a quick question? Yeah. Like, you know, they've missed you. They didn't get married. Right, right, right. But they, they missed you, so in your mind, yeah. like, what, what would you say to people who haven't seen you in a while? Oh, I was so excited to see them. I came in, and I said, hey, guys, I'm back. I can talk. <laughs> Because, oh, bef- I should say, before I left and before I had a heart harumph in front of a squirrel, which is my greatest shame, <laughs> I could not talk. 
Well, you couldn't audibly speak? I couldn't audibly speak, so that's why the first words I came back when I was so excited, I said, hey guys, I'm back, I can talk now. Because I I was thinking, like, what were you like before you <laughs> died chasing a squirrel? I was a pretty active dog, but I did not talk. I would I would talk in a way that all dogs talk. I would go to the window and I would say, woof, woof, right. there is mail coming. So I have a... I have a question for you. Yeah. Is the woman who was going to get married to that guy who didn't get married as beautiful as Linda Ronstadt? Or? All women have their own kind of special beauty in one way or another. You see it in the twinkle in their eye. <laughs> this woman was no exception. She was beautiful. But Linda Ronstadt will always be my special, my now and forever. Until she wasn't. She put me in a dog. Whoa! Wait, so Linda Ronstadt is the witch? Oh yeah, when Linda Ronstadt is a witch, she thought she was doing the best for me. Wanted to keep me warm. Anyway, my nose is bleeding. I gotta get back to heaven. <laughs> See you later. Well, goodbye. Woof 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 woof. <laughs> Working on a nightstand, just trying to shake a woman's hand. Ah, uh, nightstand. Don't cut a beautiful moment of that interview. <laughs> no, 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 no. That that stays forever. Yeah. Uh so what happens next? Uh so Now um, now Debbie Harry is dead in the bed. Right. Mom's reading the She's the pouring over grimoire. the grimoire. She's like, How can I stop her from coming back? And I, well, I from from regaining her soul. Yeah. Yeah. Because because she was trying to break the glass. Because she was like, she can't, she can't come back. Right, right. So she, she says a couple things out loud. Water, yeah. Surround water. the corpse in water. Mm-hmm. Mm. Blood. Um, and then she takes the hammer. She breaks the clock. Uh, or I'm sorry, I think she punches the clock. Or no, maybe she doesn't. Well, punch first the clock, things first. She, she's got to go to the well to pump a fuck ton of water. Yeah. <laughs> She pumps all the water. She uh, has a plan, as far as I can tell, to fool the dead with clocks. Uh, that seemed like very much the, uh, what's the betting one with Danny Aiello? Where he moved the clock. Uh, that Oh, yeah. Was... Yeah. I thought she was just going to keep moving the clock, so she never woke up because it was, <laughs> was going to be the wrong time to wake up. That was the bet? I'll bet you a million? Yeah. Uh, no, I'll that's not give, no, 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 that give was... you a million. This is... Yeah, um... It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, so she she uh, she smashes the clock. She breaks what looks like a barrette that has uh, Sybil's, that name, has on Sybil's name on it. Uh, she puts out some water. She um, this this was cool. I thought this was interesting. Like all these steps yeah, that she I, was yeah, taking. I thought she so went too. outside. She cut out a bunch of tree branches um, and uh, uh, covered Sybil with them. Uh, and then she sprinkled some uh, sand on the ground. The odds. The odds, thank you. I really enjoyed this part of it because it was, they really didn't need to explain too much. Right. You you knew that the mom was trying to do a hex, yeah. basically. Well, she was, I think she was trying to counter the hex that was already put. She was trying to do a ward. Yeah. Yeah, look at me. And and the way she was so so Sybil kind of wakes back up and is now having a conversation. And 
the mother is talking to her like, no, you're confused. There are all of these reasons that you're actually dead. You're not covered in branches. That's the, um, the, the pine, from, that's your the pine from your pine coffin that you're smelling. Um, and that's, uh, you you know, the dead don't want to, you're, you're dead, you're dead, honey. That's why you can't walk past those, those containers of water. Yeah, because the dead don't want to cross water. Yeah. All right, so this part is weird. Because oh, where the water turns to milk? Right. Yeah, I thought that was weird, too. It was a lesser miracle. Well, I was kind of like, well, it really pulled the rug out from the ending. It Well, it made the... The it was it was uh, so either she's got to be able to like counter all of the things and like mm-hmm. magic all of those things away like she didn't magic away the the pine branches she just moved them off of she her, just moved though. them off of her she but she didn't do anything with the clock or the calendar well but she did go to the clock and it confused her and the calendar confused her and as she was walking to the door that's when. She said, what's this under my feet? Mm-hmm. And her mom said, what does it feel like? And she said, it feels like sand. And she says, it's the, uh, it's the, the earth. Dirt, it's the, the earth. earth. It's the earth above, Piled your, above casket. your coffin. Your coffin yeah. um, and so that's when she, I think she, she got on her knees and she was looking at it. And her mom said, I want you to count the grains, count the grains to tell me how deeply you're buried. Yeah. And so that keeps her up. Um, until the sun rises mm-hmm. and the sunlight starts to shine in. The sunlight hits the jar with the moth in it and it explodes. Um, while that happens, Debbie Harry gets hit with sunlight and she's like, you tricked me. Mm-hmm. She stiltskins it out yeah. there. She's upset. She's like, no, no. She starts to die. Mm-hmm. And the mom's like, ha, I did it. So she runs over and she grabs the moth, which then immediately bursts into flames. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, God damn it. And they did a not at all subtle change to the mom and that the mom was now wearing a lot of makeup. Yes. And And she was also talking with Debbie Harry's voice. Yeah. And And says, you should have let me come back, Ma. You should have let me come back for my soul. And uh, then says something about uh, how she knew more spells that were in, than were just in that book. Right. Um, and then she takes uh, the mom had like a do rag on. She takes the do rag off and tussles her hair, uh, and the grimoire starts to smoke. And uh, pentagram. Yes, there's a pentagram on it. And credits. It was the devil. <gasps> Witchcraft. Musical guest. Witchcraft. <laughs> Let's go to the writer's room. What could you do? I loved three quarters of this episode. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I I think that maybe if this had been in a different season where we hadn't just had a bunch of body swap soul swap episodes, yeah. we would we would view this episode differently. Maybe, but w- they've already done that a couple times in the past couple episodes. It seemed it's, a little cheap. It seemed like a real like, and we're done. Well, yeah. 
what I loved about the episode is the pacing is so good yeah. through the first three quarters of it yeah. that by the time they get to the third act, they are, again, starting to mm-hmm. rush. Mm-hmm. And I don't know necessarily what they could have cut. I feel like you don't have the soul bit with the moth at all. I don't think you need any of that. And I think mom, you know, goes through all of these things to convince her. And it's a little bit like the one with the um, case of the stubborns. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has to go through all of this stuff to convince her that she's dead. And finally at the end, all right, well, I guess I'll get in my grave. And she gets in the grave and and uh, mom buries her. Yeah. And I, I think that that would have been a better, I mean, granted, you're right. That you know, then I think that I think that we'd be in danger of retreading territory again. Mm -hmm. But at least that was two seasons ago. So if they were retreading similar ground, okay, whatever. But you know, I mean, it's like all the goddamn mannequins this season and last season. Give it a rest with the mannequins. Give it a rest with the the soul swapping, body swapping. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to think because my first couple ideas I didn't like because I was like, well, maybe maybe keep the moth. But what if the moth could talk to her mother? Mm-hmm. But then I was like, eh, would that work? Would we get that? Would that would that payoff be any better than? So one thing that I thought is once the mom successfully tricks her, she gets hit by the light. She's gone. The I mean, it would be a lot more simple, but the mom just lets the moth go. The soul the soul's actually able I did to think escape. about that too. Yeah. It would be as if she let it escape right when she died. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh, what if I think it was the turn for the mom. I think they needed to strengthen the turn for the mom to not want her daughter to get the soul back. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the weak link here because there's another part of me that's like, if you loved your daughter and you wanted your daughter back, why would you stop it from happening? You already put the moth in there. Right. So like, what if she kept reading the grimoire or, and I hate that this is kind of a hokey cop out, but what if the pastor came over? What if, somebody who knew a thing or two about what she was into mm-hmm. was like no you cannot let her come back mm-hmm. yeah i think I and and the mom was kind of torn like wanted her back and then at the last minute like right so keep everything but add a second person add yeah. an exorcist and then do the turn where she takes over Debbie Harry takes over her body or or the mom really wants her back the mom decides even though she's awful the mom really wants her back and the priest is saying or the you know the minister or whatever is like no 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 you can't they're kind of arguing over it and meanwhile you're hearing like you know this animated corpse in the other room like scratching at the door trying to get in that's kind of a um pet Mon- cemetery monkeys. oh yeah yeah i was i was going to say a little bit monkey's paw yeah yeah um, and then at the end, finally, you know, letting the moth go or doing something and it stops. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I, I've I've just felt like that tension needed to be jacked up more. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because it was missing because she just came to, oh no, I can't let you do that yeah. real fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, but I mean they are really limited in what they can do with twenty two minutes. Exactly. Eh, uh, we've seen I, I'm starting to feel like that's an excuse because we've seen some really good, like, this is what you can do with 22 minutes. So I feel true like. Enough, true yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if we could use that for nearly every episode. Yeah. Right? True. Uh, Jen, give us a scale. Uh, a scale of one to 10. How many uh, grimoires would you give this? Five. Okay. Six, six and a half. I'd give it six. Maybe I'm a little low. I just like seeing Debbie Harry. Let me give it a six. Okay. I, so I we give it six, six, six and a half. The mark of the beast, uh, and then some. The mark of the beast and some change. Yes. Maybe I could. Maybe I could change mine to six and two thirds. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I'll be five and three fourths. <laughs> six, six, six. <laughs> the number of the beast. Congratulations to PJ Jacobs, the winner of this week's Dark Side. Guess you're making us break all the rules, PJ. You snuck in there right before we yeah. recorded this episode with this week's winning dark side guest. He guessed for the moth. Scene one, a wizard turns Shelly into a sweater and locks her hair in an old lady's closet. Scene two, a moth eats all of Shelly, a sweater, while we hear a voiceover of her agonizing terror. Scene three, a hanger in an otherwise empty closet, which I love that turn of phrase, uh, a voice outside the closet calls for Shelly. The closet doors open and a moth flies out. Finn. Ooh. <laughs> soul moth. The soul moth. I'm a soul moth. <laughs> I am DB. <laughs> I am DB. Uh, guys, I have some news. Ooh. Uh-oh. I've just purchased God's Best Friend, which is the retitled uh, oh Best Friend God. from Heaven. So I think we might have to review it on this show. And okay. maybe we'll even have a special guest. Yes. Special okay. guest Chris Christofferson, if he can stop by again. I hope so. I hope so, too. Oh, they got married. They didn't get married. If you want to participate in Dark Side Guests, you need to be following us on our Facebook page. Facebook. Facebook. Or Facebook.com slash T from the... You're the man now, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook.com slash T from the dark side. But you can also follow us on Instagram at T from the dark side, Twitter at TFTDS pod. Or if you like email, you can send us an email at T from the dark side at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Please feel free to write a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. It really helps us out. Share the show, please. It's the only way that we find new people and or one of the ways, one of the major ways um, that we find new people to join us on this journey in the dark side. Yeah. Uh, Guys, have I forgotten anything? Guys, the weather is finally beautiful. Let's do it. Let's try to enjoy, enjoy the, the daylight. daylight. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to try to enjoy the daylight. 
And we're going to report on our enjoyment of daylight next week. Yeah. Oh, I okay. think that's a great idea. Hashtag right. daylight update. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBS Pod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.